0: Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Magna One Motorsports. Are you ready to go GNCC
1: Racing?
0: Look at these guys. Oh boy, we got it. Wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. National champion Jordan Ashford. I appreciate it, man the split line off-road podcast from magna one motorsports here's your host rodney cooper and co-host brandon whitehair
2: what's going on everybody welcome to the split line off-road podcast as always i'm your host rodney cooper with me today
3: as always Brandon here guys what is up it is
2: episode i think 115 Something 116 like yeah. they're all starting to run together but we're <laughs> back we are back in the studio I don't know if you guys liked the, uh, the <laughs> well,
3: we, the, as we, I don't know what you want to call it. The janky, janky audio. It was kind of a janky audio. Yeah.
2: It I just know. didn't feel the same. Right. But it was nice. It was different. It was, a, you know, it's an option. It's another it's, option. It's another option. If you're not going you to know. know what we're talking about, we're talking about the last episode, the John Penton preview today will be the John Penton review. Today we will be talking to the John Penton winner, Adam McGill. Wow yeah i got to say is wow awesome to see awesome to talk to the gator we're we're excited about that he'll be coming on here about the next 20 minutes or so so uh we'll be talking about that talking about the uh john penton a little bit brandon's gonna have to dip out maybe before the show ends right yep sorry guys (laughs) but uh he's gotta do guess what guys baseball stuff oh my gosh baseball stuff <laughs> I know you guys love that word before we get into the show though we gotta thank our awesome sponsors first and foremost we gotta thank Magna One Motorsports if you need a use bike which I might be in the market for here pretty soon oh boy I might be in the market. He's going
3: here. for the dark side.
2: I might be going to the dark side. Might take a thumb, th- <laughs> thumb throttle with me though. If you need a used bike, helmet, goggles, gear, or more, make sure you check out MagnaOneMotorsports.com. If you are at the GNCC or any NEPG around, make sure you go to Trackside and get anything you guys need from them. And while you're there, get the Magna One Clean It. Clean up your bike. Clean up your quad. Clean up your truck. Clean up your camper. Clean it all up with Magna One Clean It. <laughs> also, we got to thank Guts Racing. Guts has been a leader in seat innovation and technology for the past 25 years. If you guys want style, performance, and all of that in a seat cover, make sure you trust Guts. Brandon,
3: style or performance? Uh, style, man. It's
2: never performance That's anymore, right. is it?
3: Speaking of Magna One Motorsports and Guts, have you not seen that Jordan Ashburn seat on that beautiful Husky? Yeah, a- run? That is yeah. a nice Guts Racing seat. Cover a- and seat.
2: I mean, Magna One, mm-hmm. guts, mm-hmm. John Penton, win. That's right. No else, no better way. I mean, we've talked about all the time how gut, how the guts racing seat cover holds you to this, holds you to the seat yeah. whenever right. it's muddy. So look what happened. Yep. It's just, I mean, it's facts. <laughs> you want to win, put a guts racing seat cover on, That's and right. go to Magna One Motorsports to get all the stuff you need. Uh, everything else. Yep. All right. We also got to thank Seal Savers. Seal Savers have been in the business for over 21 years, providing the ultimate fork and seal protection for your dirt bike, coil protection for your ATV or mountain bike or your UV joint for your side-by-side. And if you guys want to use a discount code, use a discount code of SPLITLINE with a capital S to save 25% off of anything on their website. I promise you... You guys need it, especially if yeah. there's a round. There's a round coming up in the near future, <laughs> and if you're gonna be racing on this particular mountain, mm-hmm. you know what it's gonna be. You know what Howard's Hole is gonna be. Right. It's gonna be mud. It's gonna be beverages. It's gonna be other weird fluids.
3: Are we Are we free Howard's Hole this year?
2: I think we should. I think we should free Howard's <laughs> Hole this year. But if you're gonna free it. Make sure you protect yourself with some seal savers. <laughs> we also got to think.
3: Hey, hey, if you're. Maybe you're not even be riding, right? You could be a fan. Need some boot savers? Boot protect, savers. Protect the water from getting in your boots yeah. while you're down in Howard's Hole?
2: Yeah. Would they work with muck boots? I'm sure they I'm would. I'm sure
3: they would. Do you have boot savers? Yeah. You just pull them right over top. There we go. All good, man. There
2: we go. It's pretty much like. It's yeah. a win win. It's a win win. Yeah, I like it. I go. like it. Sealsavers.com to get your. <laughs> boot savers for howard's hole and everything else <laughs> we also got to thank uh mountain state hair scramble series if you guys want to rod top of the line hair scramble series make sure you check out the mountain state series it's a family friendly event richie nolan and the gang over there put on a awesome track each and every time out if you don't believe us believe somebody like you know adam mcgill he's gonna be coming on the show later oh, yeah. he runs pretty much all of them oh yeah and uh, i think that's a good reason why if yeah. you want to, they don't make champions, they build them. That's right. And he won the G, the, the GNCC this past <laughs> weekend. I mean, I don't think those two, I mean, we are just surrounded by winners here, right? We are. Right. Winners all day long, baby. That's right. So make sure you guys check out all of our sponsors. We appreciate uh, them, and we appreciate Sunstar Chain of Sprockets because they are the best Chain of Sprockets kit of all that's right if you want to make it through howard's hole (laughs) if you want to make it to the finish line the john penn finish line the mason dixon finish line the Snowshoe finish line. Make sure you check out Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. Doug Kirk is the man over there. If you need to know exactly what you need on your bike, he can help you out. Mm-hmm. Reach out to him. I promise you, you guys won't regret it. Use a discount code SPLITLINE30 for a cool 30% off of anything on their website. That's pretty much like a sponsorship, Brandon. Pretty much. If you're not sponsored by them, you might as well just use a discount code. <laughs> that's right. And if you are sponsored by them, you can use a discount code yeah, and double it.
3: <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't d- know d- if that works. Doug, Doug might that's disagree gonna, that's, with that. That probably doesn't work. That probably nah. doesn't work. <laughs> He's probably like, don't give him any ideas. I don't know. But don't. Anyway, what
2: are those things made of?
3: Case hardened steel, baby. Case
2: hardened steel. They'll get you to the finish line, and <laughs> I won't sell any more things that I shouldn't be.
3: <laughs> <laughs> last year, you you, saw, you gave away. I did more I did. stuff than last you showed.
2: Year, last year, I gave away <laughs> more stuff than I was allowed to. But Doug loves Doug's it. a cool guy. So Doug's a let cool let guy. you so let it happen. Sorry, Doug. I won't do it this year. Unless you want me to. <laughs>
3: oh, shoot. We just like to give stuff away. That's right. So, we just like to be like Oprah. Yeah. Skip, skip you get
2: flag. a John Sunstar train's Prockets set. You get a Sunstar train's and set. Yeah, exactly. So, um, John Penton. Oh, my You know, gosh. pretty boring race, right?
3: All right. You know, I'm going to steal that word from you. Parody. You know you like to use that a lot. I love to use the um, word parody. <laughs> you like to use the word parody a lot. I want to steal that from you, man. Have we ever, ha- ever had so much parody in the XC one bike class than this year? Oh, I mean no, my right? Goodness. No, right? Like seven for seven. How are much, you kidding? Let me, me ask you. Let me are ask you a question. Me?
2: How much pressure do you feel, oh Josh Strang, has <laughs> Josh, going into the Mason Dixon?
3: Dude, a lot. And, and and honestly, I if I thought would have thought it was going to be the race. It was going to be John Pinton for him to pull it off. Man, like how how crazy? Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, I would like. I know we talked about it on the show, and I'm like, dude, there's no way. Like how how is this possible? Um, I probably should have done my history. I should did a little research, but I wonder if this has ever 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 happened in our sport. Eight eight winners and or to se- seven different winners. That's oh, seven fat. winners. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, definitely not in a row. No, that's what I'm saying. Like no way. seven different w- winners right in a row. Like no, no way. I wonder if there's ever even been
2: seven winners in a season.
3: Right. I mean, for like the last ten years it's been Caleb Russell and and then Ben Kelly and you know what I mean? Like it's just been yeah. it's just been that train. So, so
2: So we keep saying like you know, every other week we keep saying <clears throat> how many wins is it gonna take to win the championship? That right. number keeps dropping. Oh man. Like oh, man. what do you think now, Brandon? Like two, three?
3: Man. I, I mean
2: I would say more than two, right? To win the championship. That should be, right?
3: Huh. But but listen, the, the points right now is flip flopping so much. Ben Kelly lost the points lead. Stu Baylor took it over and he didn't even win. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Stu now has the points lead and he didn't even win a. I race. I mean, he podied him. He yeah. podied him, but he didn't he didn't even win the race.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I exactly.
3: like, what is going on?
2: I don't know, man. It's it's wild. It's wild. It is crazy out there. And speaking right of now. wild Let's go back to Saturday real quick. Uh-huh. Did you happen to see that bottleneck in the youth ATV? Oh my goodness! Uh-huh.
3: That—that's what. I was, <laughs> that's uh. That was like a parking lot. It's like uh. You know what they call the parkway? Yeah, that was the parkway. <laughs> uh, but it set up for an epic.
2: Yeah. Afternoon ATV race. Yep. The Pro 4x4 was an was an amazing race. Right. Shout out to Josh Merritt.
3: Oh, dude, Josh Merritt with the freaking oh, podium. Yeah. Dude, the the emotion that just came across his oh, face in the video and and just kind of hit me it, in the feels yeah, a little it got bit. You right there, right?
2: Yeah. No, I, dude, super pumped so for much that work, guy. Right. So much work um and and you know, the thing is is like we we've known like and I think everybody's known that he has the talent to do it. Oh yeah, and like I'm excited to see him do it again. Yeah, that was gnarly conditions that he did it in, mm-hmm. and um, um, I mean he was putting in a heck of a ride. Mm-hmm. So
3: you know, we were talking about how crazy it is, um, on the bike side that we had seven different winners. Um, coming in, I w- I wouldn't have thought like Bryson Hill no third place. You know what I mean? No, what? Uh, I wouldn't have thought for one. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought I see podium. I didn't see a victory coming from McGill, um, as fast as it you know as it came. I was thinking yeah. snowshoe for sure because the way well, he was riding so well, he's been doing that you know, been building it up, been building it up. But yeah. uh, the victory came a lot faster than I thought it was going to come. Yeah. And uh, a Josh Merritt podium, and you know, Bryson Hill third. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Like I, I don't know. It, it's it's it <laughs> you know like it it's been a you know year. what it is. Crazy. You know well, what it is. Parody. Parody? parity. <laughs> parity.
2: <laughs> no, it, it was awesome to see and. And, uh, you know, Bryson had a great ride. He had several mishaps and, you know, races like that. I know they say that mud is a great, good, great equalizer, right? Right. I believe it sometimes, but, like, if it like the cream usually rises to the top, right? Uh, yeah, for the most part. For the most part, the cream yeah. rises to the top because like the guys that finish on the podium, like McGill had an amazing ride. McGill's been been putting himself in that position week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Merritt is somebody that has this year started putting himself, you know, really up there. Um, you know, towards the beginning of the season, you were seeing him up in the front of the pack, and then, right. you know, he would hang as long as he could. And I just think this gives him more confidence, right? Oh, for sure. And then Bryson Neal, he had some mishaps and was able to finally, you know, make his way up to that third place position. Um, you know, Bryson's had some some unfortunate races this year, right? But it's not like the Bryson Neal of like twenty. Nineteen, Right. Where it was just like.
3: Well, he could be like, like win, going... win, win, break. Win, 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 break. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's pretty crazy. Like I don't I, I know what you're saying. Like, you know, you'd have that, you know, hot streak and then like something crazy would happen and then either be a se- season ender or, or, you know, just a breakdown and, yeah. and lose all the points. And, yeah. Um. But I will say he had a good recovery. I mean, still pulling off a podium uh man that sounds kind of bright i know i should have brought my shades um you look like like an angel on the video Angel from heaven (laughs) (laughs) we're not we're not used to this daylight i know
2: i know and again hey we've not mentioned it thank you guys for joining us on a thursday right we had a baseball game (laughs) last night and uh we're unable to be here but uh we push it back a day because we don't miss brandon
3: that's right. We, don't, we miss. don't miss. Our producers might miss.
2: Our producer might miss.
3: Producer but, D. Yeah, but we don't miss. Producer
2: D is playing basketball right now. <laughs> At least we're playing a sport that's in season right now. Right?
3: <laughs> I mean, I guess you can play basketball all year round, right? I mean, you could play anything all year round. You,
2: play, <laughs> you, you could play golf all year round if you wanted to. pocket pool? <laughs> that's a year round sport. <laughs> all right. Let's do the rundown real quick. Let's do the
3: rundown. I had to throw that in there and mix it up a little bit. No, man. It's been a crazy (laughs) year for racing. Dude, so insane.
2: Yeah. Uh, In the 4x4 ATV Pro class... Uh, It was Cody Kohler coming up with the win this weekend, uh, and it was a close race. There was only about 10 seconds between him and Brandon Mm, Frazier. And Hayden Mickelson. This guy's been mixing it up. Hayden's not been racing much this year, has he? I don't think. Yeah. But uh, he uh, was really not that far off the pace. Um, He ended up rounding out the podium, so congratulations to him. Uh, And in the women's class, um, it was Hannah Hunter coming away with a win again. Uh, Chloe Harper. Is that her first time or second time on the podium? I I want to
3: say second for some reason. Yeah.
2: Congratulations to her for taking away uh, the second place. And then Emily Weiss uh, finished third place. I believe that's a new name on the podium as well. So congratulations to those girls for putting in an awesome, awesome uh, showing there in that gnarly, gnarly track. Oh, dude.
3: That looked pretty nasty. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then in the XC one class as you guys all know it was the gator taking away the win um from the crowd uh Uh, on Saturday afternoon. Adam McGill won. Josh Merritt finishing second and Bryson Neal finishing third. Uh, Again, just another awesome race. It was was cool to see. Steve Harrell gets back on the winning streak uh, with taking a win in XC2. James Galata with, I believe, his his best finish of the season, finishing second in the XC2 class. And then Lane McCormick finishing third in the XC2 class. So congratulations to them. And uh, then we moved on to Sunday morning, and in the X C, uh, the W X C women's pro class, Rachel Archer is that like six in a row? That's for to her? Say she's on a roll, five right or now. six in a row. Yeah. But uh, she ended up winning. Are you ready for this, Brandon? What's that? She won by it looks like sixteen minutes. Holy jeez, always over Corey <laughs> Steed taking the win, and then Preston Rains took third. Wow, man, she was half a lap in front of everybody. Yeah, she's there, she's
3: cruising, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, something had to have happened. That, to say cool the other speed, one, the other right? one, must have got like stuck on a bottleneck or a mud hole, or yeah. Something. I mean,
2: I mean, we all know Rachel Archer's <laughs> like.
3: Yeah, she, she's good. She's yeah, she, She's good. But, but
2: at the same time, 16 minutes.
3: Yeah, Corey Steed's pretty good too. So Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then in the XC1 class, Jordan Ashburn took your win. Stu Better took second. And Johnny Girard, backing up Cup. his win from the uh, Hoosier taking a third place mm-hmm. overall. So congratulations to those boys. Guys are be
3: watching out. He's getting that confidence. I first know. and a third. I know. Two starting to, the row. starting to climb up in the uh, points. Points and the confidence, Points man. Points series, yep. You,
2: confidence. Uh, Cody Barnes getting back yep. on the winning streak, uh, taking the XC2 win. Liam Draper, man. Liam is just so close to getting that win. just seems like every weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we need to have him in studio here soon. I know he's going yeah. to come in at some point. Uh, but then Michael Wachowski backing up that win yeah. from XC2. That's awesome to see. Uh, over at the Hoosier taking a third place over um, um, in the XC2 class. So, yeah, just another good weekend of racing. Yeah. Um, and so, guys, we've not gotten the, um, the points up for Fantasy yet. Yeah. But we have the points for the riders. And as you know, Brandon, we're going to be giving a shout-out to the 22 That's handicaps right. and the uh, top scores right. of the weekend. And uh, how about Alex Eloff? Wow. Do you yeah. know where he finished overall? Mm. 12th.
3: 11th 11th to
2: fi- 11th he finished 11th place overall taking home the top score with 49 points 22 handicap finishing 11 points eleventh mm. place do the math that's a lot of points that is a lot of points uh and then nick davison took 13th overall wow. and then 15th through 20th is 22 handicaps insane jace cooper david Machescio is I think that's the uh, Marble Man. taton uh, <laughs> Hinky, Derek Hart, Keaton Henderson, William Walden. Is he a listener?
3: Not the last I think he's a player, isn't he?
2: Isn't there a Walden no. on there? Yeah, there is, but I want that's not that's not the same guy. Is I don't
3: it? know if it is. Hmm. Hit us up, it'd be interesting. <laughs> Might yeah. be his dad or something. That
2: would be cool if it wasn't. <laughs> if he, he better be picking himself, right? <laughs> All right. And then over in the bike class, the top scorer uh, for the bike class was your Gavin Simon. Um, he ended up finishing 16th with a 22 handicap and got uh, 39 points from that. De- uh, Dakota Devery took 17th. Joseph Cunningham took 18th. And Cooper's Jones... Took nineteenth, uh, so wow.
3: yeah. I keep keep picking that JoJo. I keep picking him. Did he, you pick him again? Yeah. I mm-hmm. keep okay,
2: yeah. got good points there. Then
3: yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Very good points. Yeah,
2: you did. But <laughs> if you keep picking him when he finishes outside the top twenty, and then he finishes inside the top twenty, just ra- just even stuff out, right? I just found to right? pick.
3: I just know how to pick. Yeah. Right. I don't think you're going to back up what you did last year. Uh, I'm close. How close? Well, I mean, the last points I was in the top ten. So were you? Yeah. Over. I
2: mean, overall. For the for the year,
3: yeah. Oh well, somebody better make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh geez. So all right, let me ask you a question while we got a little bit of time. Yeah. What's up? What What is bigger, McGill winning or Josh Merrick getting his first podium or oh, first podium? Of the year? Dang it!
2: Dang what's it. What's bigger? Huh? What's bigger? Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Um. They're both pretty cool. They're, they're both, both awesome. Pre- so let me. ask i'm (laughs) gonna here's the thing i was gonna say well which one's more likely to repeat doing that performance right but i think they're both capable Mm -hmm. of repeating yeah um what's bigger i'm gonna go with josh okay just because it's the it's the first. first yeah yeah the very first very first podium yep well for you same question
3: you <laughs> so gotta answer. You don't, you don't get the answer. No, I was gonna say Josh. <laughs> um I mean it it's it was a pretty big step for McGill to get back up on the box after I think it's been a, over at least a year, right? Year yeah. and a half, something like that, since he's been back on the box on the top step and uh um it's pretty cool to see, especially since he's a West Virginia native like us. But uh uh but just like I said, the emotion I've seen over Josh Merritt's face and, and you could just tell um that like he's just been waiting for this his whole his whole career and and it finally happened. It was just, it was just pretty cool to see. And Do you
2: think that Josh is like a sigh of relief or more hungry now?
3: Um, I think, I think a little bit of both. Yeah, like, uh, I got one, uh, but that felt too damn good. So <laughs> um, I'm going to go get another one.
2: Do you think, like, in, in the back of his mind at all, he was like, "Ah," oh, but I was like, kind of, because he was, yeah, he, he was wasn't far behind McGill.
3: No, right? Yeah, like, could you imagine, like, not like, like, kind of skipping the podium to go right to the top? Yeah, that'd I, be cool. <laughs> Like, That'd be cool. It's cool, but then it's like from there, then you feel like all the pressure's on you. like, oh, man, like I got this first. Like I got to get it out first, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a pretty cool question. Little cool thought. See
2: what yeah, you about no, it. I think so too. I think so too. Well, let me ask you this. Um, what do you think is bigger between – let's go to the other side. Do you think it's bigger that we – do you think it's bigger that we – are 7-for-7, seven seven, okay? hmm Or do you think it's bigger that we have no clue who's going to win the championship? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think is a cooler story?
3: Um, the 7-for-7 the se- the se- the seven pretty cool. Um, not knowing who's going to win the championship. Uh, at, after the break would be a bigger story. But right now... Right now in this time, in this presence, the seven for seven, the talk about the eight for eight is the bigger is is the bigger surprise. Coming after the break, I think who's gonna win the championship is gonna be the storyline then. If you would ask me after the break, I'd say who's gonna be the champion. But before the break, right now, in this moment, in this time, thinking, saying it again and over and over and over, could we have an eight for eight? Yeah. You know, we were like, Can we get four for four? Can we get five for five? Can we get six for six? Can we get seven for seven? No yeah. way, right? Yeah, dude. Can we go eight for eight? Yeah, seriously.
2: The only person in the top eight <laughs> in points that does not have a win is Josh Strang. Well, that's insane. I know, insane. And Josh had a good race this weekend. He was just one I'm, step off the podium.
3: I'm telling you, if Josh Strang pulls one out, I'm, <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be someone over there just be like, hey, you're going to win today. There's nobody else that could do it, right? don't never say never i mean i mean because like listen i didn't think like six for six was pushing it and then seven for like honestly like the the, the way that all like if you're in vegas betting on that horse it'd have to be from dude that, that's a pretty big bet right it, it
2: have to be from xc2 right yeah if somebody else won you would think yes you would because think. thad's out right right he's been out for a while um
3: i did, I don't know if you can hear that. Somebody's playing Hide and Go Seek <laughs> outside. <laughs> I, I I don't know if um I, I saw that was on a bike mountain bike today or not a mountain bike but a red bike, um so I, don't, I know he's been training. I don't know if he, if he's coming back soon or not. But uh,
2: turkey season's ever so <laughs> maybe he's <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs>
3: yeah. So I mean he might be coming back. I mean you just never know about that guy.
2: Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean it's 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 interesting. <laughs> it is. It's interesting. Yeah. I I think that you know if I think if anybody. That hasn't won a race could win a race. It'd be Josh Strang yep. this weekend,
3: and he was close. Yeah, he was a think he, t- think he took a fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, not too far off the podium. Yeah. yeah,
2: no, exactly. And these guys, like you know, if first th- these guys could all be first through eighth on any day, right? Right, like it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. But. We'll talk about that next week when we get ready for the Mason-Dixon yeah. race, which we will be there, guys. We will be there. We <laughs> got some crap for not being at the
3: yeah. The, John the Listen, my truck just didn't make it, boys. L- he l- broke down on the way to Penton, right? Uh, I didn't break down on the way to Penton. I broke down on the way to get my son's new KTM <laughs> the, the night before Penton. <laughs> it is in the shop. Bad news. Seventy thousand. No, I don't want to talk about it. It's like 70,000 miles, and it's just it's just it's just That's took all a you shit. Got on that truck. That's all I got on the truck. That's not bad. No. But you know, it is bad when you spot something internally is either lifters or cams. Yeah. <sighs> you ready to good break? Break?
2: Yeah. Already? Let's go to break. Let's go to break. I mean, you're only gonna be here for the next what, twenty minutes? Yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah, we're gonna, so get, we're gonna we're break, break. We're gonna get a break. We'll, we'll come back on with uh Adam McGill and uh we'll bring some good news here, not talk about broken trucks and <laughs> crying hearts and
3: <laughs> eight for eights.
2: Eight for eights. See you after the break. See you after the
0: break. You've seen them at the track. Now, online, magno1motorsports.com. From used bikes, just like Jordan Chase and the rest of the team ride. Plus, all the gear you need. Helmets, goggles, gear, and more magna or trackside at GMCC and NEPG events. Be sure to pick up a bottle of Magna1's Magna1 Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike. Coming soon, join Chase Landers and Team Clean. Trackside for everything you need when you need it. And at your fingertips at magna1motorsports.com. Magna 1 Motorsports and magna one your everything dirt bike headquarters Doug here from Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast and for a great 2022 season. I look forward to meeting as many of you as I can on the GNCC circuit next year. Which reminds me, Splitline has talked me into continuing with their discount code. All you need to do is go to our website, sunstar-breaking.com, and use the code SPLITLINE30 to get 30% off your order. If you are not a Sunstar rider and you would like to be, then check out the racer tab while you are there. If the link is active, then we are still accepting
3: riders hey guys it's mason with steel savers if you've been listening to the show for a while or you've been around dirt bikes for a bit you should know that steel savers makes the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike not only do we have a full range of product for your dirt bike we also have a variety of products for your side by side for your mountain bike for your quad be sure to check out our coil savers and cv boot savers for a double layer protection over your cv boot Check out SEALSavers.com and enter the code SPLITLINE for 25% off. That's SEALSavers.com and the code is SplitLine for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the show.
2: And we're back. And we are back, and uh we are still waiting on
3: uh, you know he's got a lot of media obligations this week <laughs> with the big win and yeah, yeah, and all that good stuff. But uh, hopefully he will be calling in or we'll get in touch with him. Yeah, he'll be second. calling
2: in soon. But
3: oh no, is that not you?
2: No, not oh, wasn't sure? me. I think it was you. Maybe
3: wasn't me. Wasn't me.
2: So what's wasn't going me. on with the uh, with the Sunstar chain Brocket rod day, Brandon? Um,
3: well, the pre- the uh, pre entries are are over now, as far as I know. If Doug Kirk, Kirk, if you can. Uh, clarify that but I'm pretty sure they're. you can't uh, pre-enter right now um, so if you but if you're still interested you can still show up that day you can still pay to ride that day um, you just don't get a free t-shirt but it is uh, July 14th am I correct? I think you're right yeah something like that um, let me pull it up real Brandon quick. and I will be there Yes, it's July fifteenth. Sorry, fourteenth is a Friday. Um, yes, I I will be there. I'm not sure about Coop. He keeps saying he is, but uh, uh, what I'm not what's sure. that supposed
2: to mean? What's you know, that supposed to mean? You know
3: what I mean? Uh, hey, let's, I, talk, let's talk about this dark side that you're 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 thinking about going <laughs> to, right? Do you want to talk about that? Let's throw okay. you under the bus a little bit. Okay. So uh, Doug said
2: it is July the fifteenth. That's right.
3: Yeah. Hey Doug, is there any camping? Can you camp the night before or no camping? I'm just curious. Throw it out there. You you can answer that in there. Yeah. So okay. w-
2: what about what do you want to know?
3: So, well, okay, what what's, clarify, what's driving cl- what's driving you this cl- way?
2: Car- clarify for the listeners what the so, dark side so, is.
3: So so this guy messaged me the other day, guys, and he's like, man, I think I'm going to sell my four wheeler and buy a dirt bike, and uh, he's actually going to buy two, one for his son and hopefully, and, uh, and no, then, I then help, one for him. I, I
2: couldn't get away with just buying so one for me. I'm like,
3: so no quad. And he's like, Nah, dirt bike. I'm like, huh. Like okay, this is an interesting switch. I mean, uh, so yeah, so okay. okay. So here's the thing. It's
2: like I don't really have like the desire to race anymore. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I, I love racing, right? But uh, just, what? When's the last time you raced, Brandon?
3: Um, last year. I ran a whole national series last year. <laughs> I mean, it's a six-round national series. Hey, still national series. I drove a lot of freaking miles I mean, to get there. I mean, the, the
2: World Supercross is a world series, and they only ran two races right, last exactly, year, exactly,
3: <laughs> right? So call it what you will. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, so, um, no. Seriously, like I don't know. Uh, this year has just been crazy for me. I mean, no, honestly, I know. just
2: no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So. My boy has really gotten into riding lately, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. In order to buy him the bike that I want to buy him, mm-hmm. I got to sell something, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the PW is definitely going down the road. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking that I, you know, in order to, to be able to ride with him, I guess I could ride the ATV with him, right?
3: But but he, the real reason, I guarantee the real reason is is. There's really nowhere to ride, besides your backyard with your quad. Yeah, like practice wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. No. Exactly. There's there's nowhere to ride, and uh, I'd like to just take the take a bike and go trail riding with Nolan and
3: and you know yeah just just have fun doing that you know what's gonna be funny is when you're a six year old it's gonna be faster than you on a dirt bike.
2: <laughs> I'm fine with that i'm i i'
3: prefer- <laughs> be looking back like usually like, i'm back Look back at a well, like let me hey, ask did you here. make it through the trail Is he me- good no one's gonna be like dad, did you make it Did you fall in the woods <laughs>
2: yeah let me ask let me now let me ask you a question brandon uh-huh. what do you think about what do you think about um how bad would it? How bad would you make fun of me? How bad would it look mm-hmm. if I threw an old thumb throttle on that? Go brake?
3: for it! I've known a couple guys has done it. Yeah, I, and the way I look at it is, there's two. There's two ways. Um, it's just what I'm comfortable with. It's whatever you're comfortable with. But I promise you, just ride the bike with a with a thumb with a twist throttle, and in about a year or two, you'll get used to it.
2: <laughs> so you don't think it's a good idea? I mean,
3: I mean, you know. I, I don't throw a, a twist throttle on my quad when I go ride it. But so. some I mean, but a lot of people do. A lot of people do. But there's a lot, a lot of, of people, people that don't. There's a lot of fast people that that don't. Like Joel Hetrick, some pretty sure is a thumb throttle. I mean, and they ride dirt bikes. And him and Chad, they both ride. So yeah, you know. Um, and then you got some fast guys that throw thumb throttles on their dirt bikes and and go ride them. But um, I know more fast guys that throw twist throttles on their quads. <laughs> Than I do. Of, well, mo- uh, let's be fair. Most most uh, dirt bike guys don't go. Like true dirt bike guys don't go. Hey, I'm gonna go ride my quad today. <laughs> true. Fair <laughs> enough. It's usually the quad guys are like, Hey, I'm gonna go ride my dirt bike a little bit today. Yeah. Save yeah. my quad motor. Fa- fair enough.
2: I, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like I feel like I, feel like I have more control with a thumb throttle. More uh, like p- you know, precision
3: control. I said that. I said that a long time ago. But uh, you just you just got you got to learn to train that wrist.
2: I, my, my wrist is, is not trained well enough i guess <laughs> but you know if i do if i do go through with this it will be after the nine hour race uh-huh so I'm yeah, gonna complete yeah the he was trying to race. dip out on
3: us guys on that I wasn't, nine tra- hour, I wasn't I trying to because he was like are we still doing this nine hour race <laughs> are we still doing
2: it? no i just want to make sure because if, if not then i was gonna you know <laughs> we'll get rid of it now but
3: but are we doing the nine hour race fast the plane all right then let's do it i mean i i mean i'm still working on mine but Jonathan's is ready.
2: Jonathan. <laughs> Where is he at?
3: Uh, Why didn't he come back? Over time, I think. Over time. Yeah, okay. he's he's a working phone. That's what he does. He just works yeah. all day.
2: Well, you no, know, I, I know I'm excited about the nine hour race. It's gonna be fun. But uh, like I said, after that, I'm ready to t- turn a chapter mm-hmm. and uh go a little bit of a different direction. Like we, we went out to the track, um, we went out to a local motocross track this past weekend and, and Nolan got to ride for the first time on a track. And like watching him ride for like Literally, like 30 minutes straight, and having to call him off the track, like, Hey, buddy, come put it up and like drink some water for a minute. Um, it was a cool, it was cool because I'd be like, Hey, come off the track, and he'd be like, Why? Why? What did I do wrong? Like, nothing, you just come, you need to drink some water, right? And then by the end of the day, he was actually jumping a little bit. Mm-hmm. I told him at the beginning of the day, I was like, No jumping. <laughs> Do not jump Right, a motocross
3: track and your wheels better not leave the ground. Yeah.
2: Well, no, I, I you know, I, I wanted him to, he'd never been on a, on a track before right. and I was right. like, I don't want him just to be just like, and like right at the face of a jump and not know that you're right. going to leave the ground. So then, you know, he, he, he bravened up towards the end of the day and he started hitting some jumps and then I was like, okay, now you need to know you need to stand up when you're hitting these jumps because you know what's happening oh, if, yeah. you, if it, when he doesn't stand up
3: indonesia indonesia
2: <laughs> taking a, taking a far trip so um so he learned that uh there's a little roller section on that track mm-hmm. and he was like pinning it through there it was fun it was fun to watch he would stand up but you know his legs are so short currently mm-hmm. <laughs> that when he would stand up like he would stand up and his butt's like like two inches off the bike, like just like that. (laughs) It's funny to watch, but no, it was, it was a good experience. And, and, and if I can get on a bike and ride with him and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe learn a few things from him, I guess, I don't know, or teach him a few (laughs) things or, but, uh, you know, it's been fun. I want to give a, I want to give a a, a massive shout out Mm -hmm. to Joe McCarty for him letting Nolan ride, um, ride the, uh, the little Husqvarna, um, 50, uh, e-bike e-bike that he has Um so huge shout out to him for letting Nolan do that for the past few weeks so Nolan's yeah. not been able to really get himself off of that since <laughs> since he started letting him do that so
3: listen I, all I gotta say is freaking thing. but now
2: we're in the market now we're in nah, the market nah, so nah thanks market. Joe
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the way it works buddy that's why friends don't love friends ride bikes you know yeah because then he's going go buy one
2: yeah that's why like he was telling me we were talking <laughs> about mowing grass you know like old men talking about mowing grass i'm like i'm like take my mower out and mow your yard he's like no i'm not touching that mower because i will go buy <laughs> we'll one, go buy one.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly
2: yeah exactly
3: yeah yeah i'll tell you what man i don't know how people do it all the time because <laughs> i was like today i went, walked into a local dealership down here and bought some oil and stuff and rigged me out i'm like he's like 100 bucks i'm like 100 bucks for what and he's like, 100 bucks. I'm like, huh? Dude, everything's like that right now. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, you bring out something wrong. And that was with your discount, too, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I bought an oil change for my for my bike and some automatic transmission fluid and some coolant. 100 bucks. Yeah, it's I'm like, crazy. What the hell? It's crazy. I, I used to feel it. Yeah. What kind of fuel are you running? Which one? What, what, and, what, what? And, and you're Husky. Oh my, in my bike. Yeah, just T4. Okay, yeah, nothing crazy. Okay, yeah, I mean you know it's only like eighty five dollars for five gallon. Right? now. Did you now. know we have it's a
2: renegade only... dealer here?
3: Yes, I did. I don't know if you knew that. Just found that out.
2: Yeah, I thought I, sure. I was in his garage the other day. Uh, I was like, "How did he
3: hold this?" Sniffing gas. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was getting, uh, I was getting uh, um, um, hydraulic oil for my mower. <laughs>
3: stuff, you know. You hear any news yet? No, not yet. not yet. Okay, but anyways, so let's let's talk. I'll, I'll tell you what. Before I leave, I'll ask a couple sons. Some, some of these are for Mr. McGill, uh, but we'll jump in our sunstar uh, chain and sprocket segment um, that we've been doing each and yeah. every week. I yeah. was actually a little late putting it up, but we still have decent amount. Decent amount. Decent yeah. amount for yeah. it. Yeah. So, because um, there's one in here that's um, that's like me and you. Yeah. And I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. And. Uh, and it says, this one's from A-Ray177. <laughs> okay. Rodney should race Brandon's dirt bike at snowshoe. Is he man enough for the challenge? Okay. First thing, Mr. A-Ray, he will not ride my dirt bike I was going to say, I already snowshoe.
0: know.
2: Here's the thing. I'm going to just go ahead and say, heck yeah, I would do it. Because yeah. I know darn well <sighs> that Mr. Whitehair would never let me touch that bike. No. On top of Snowshoe Mountain Listen, I le- He might let me touch it in, in in like my backyard
3: Listen I let my nephew ride At Mr. DJ JJ And uh, I, I, I I never even laid the bike over Right so we were out riding And then uh, So like we're like He has a 350 Husky And he, I was like Hey try this 450 out right So we're out there riding And then in the corner of my eye I start seeing my bike Fly through the air And this flip Flip No way flip. <laughs> I'm like Oh boy Was the Husky? Yes it was my Husky and I was like, first off, I was like, it's a bike. It'll be okay. I was like, Are you okay? He's like, Yeah, I'm like, okay. So I mean he's like a little beat up. And I'm like, Oh man, some frame's cracked. This is done. Bars are tweaked. And I'm like, Oh boy. And, and someone walks there. I think it was I think it was RJ. Walks there and goes, Man, Brandon, your bike looks pretty uh pretty banged up there. <laughs> Did you have you even wrecked it yet? <laughs> so, yeah. so to
2: answer this question. Would you let me ride your bike?
3: No. You know what the question should be? Am I man enough to let you raise my bike a snowshoe, and I am not man enough for that? Are, well, are unless you, you take care of the bill. Are
2: you man enough to let me ride your bike anywhere?
3: Are you paying for the damages?
2: I mean, I, I just feel like that's all. Isn't that always the case?
3: I mean, like, if, listen, you you got that guy. You got that one guy that he says he will, but then when he wrecks and told like. Was you around when Bob let somebody race his Predator? No, I don't think you're around. Dude, dude, uh, (laughs) sent it over the back table top, and I mean, just crushed it. Ended up down in the creek, down in the bottom. (laughs) Dude, Bob never heard from that guy again. (laughs) Swear to God, ghosted him. Ghosted him.
2: Ghosted him before (laughs) ghosting people was a thing. No, I've luck. I was very lucky because I was the guy at the track that I let everybody ride my bike.
3: Right. Didn't I? Yeah. Well, I mean, if everybody knew about your bike, they would ride it. <laughs> but they should have did it once before they got on that thing. It
2: was a winning machine.
3: Oh, shoot. It was a
2: winning machine. That's because <laughs> the, guy on the that guy sitting on it wasn't afraid to twist that throttle. <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> right. But, oh, shoot. <laughs> I mean,
2: I would let me ride it.
3: Uh, at snowshoe, I don't know. I, honestly, you probably wouldn't be able to get around one lap at snowshoe on a bike, so. Hey. We
2: got Adam calling. Okay, so... I love
3: it. Hello? Hey, is it... Oh, sorry, I got muted. (laughs) There you go. Hey, Adam. What?
2: (laughs) What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Thanks for calling in.
1: Oh, yeah, trust me. Wait till you get the bill.
3: (laughs) Well... Yeah, uh, we got a lot of those. We just throw those in the trash.
2: Yeah, yeah, those just go straight <laughs> to the trash can.
1: Is Devin there?
2: Devin no, is not here. He's,
1: he's, oh, he must have broke down on his way in. There. <laughs>
2: so it's not just us that does this. Like it's, it's a it's a common theme around the track to make fun of this.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. I think he needs to go back to Suzuki.
3: <laughs> hey, he was built one, so he, he's. He was serious about it. I was like, "What?"
2: As far as I knew, he was taking something. He was taking a Suzuki down to uh, to the John, Pitton, to the John right? Pinton, but I don't. I don't know if he even made it there himself. So,
1: yeah, who knows? Actually, he was there. I seen his truck there, so he did make it to the race. But I don't know any more than that.
2: Did you see him at a certain mile marker just sitting there <laughs> waving you on?
1: I don't think I seen him on the track. If he was smart, he left it in the truck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so how bad was that track
1: Uh um, i mean on honest opinion you want me to give you like the like the oh my god it was terrible you want me to tell you the honest opinion?
3: Honest, yeah, opinion honest opinion
1: it wasn't as it wasn't terrible it wasn't the worst race i've ever done put it that way it was bad but it wasn't like oh my god
2: yeah right yeah yeah it, it, it looks like you guys were moving at a pretty good pace though
1: well, obviously fast enough to win. Yeah. But you?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you know how, like, some mudders are, and you see you got, you guys are just like creeping. But I mean, you yeah. guys were, were moving.
1: Yeah. I think what, I think what really, <clears throat> what really changed it was like, so when it's raining like that, you'll, you have to be careful about how fast you go for sucking water and all that shit, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
1: But as far as that, when it dried up and got tacky, it just got heavy. Well, you could kind of, just put it in the slots and just hold it wide I remember the old slot cars they used yeah. to have oh, yeah. back in the day that's yeah. honestly what it felt like once you got in it as long as you stayed in it you could just hold the gas and it would just ping pong through it oh yeah yeah so how
3: like what's tell, tell us what it felt like to, to get back on top of that uh, top step there
1: Adam <laughs> what it feel like yeah what it feel like you're touching your first boob <laughs> After, like that. After, remember, after. remember your first sip of crown royal oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, that. yeah like that man remember that first time you did a burnout in your truck or your dad's truck and you got the shaky leg when you got done and you felt so good and you had the drill and run through your veins <laughs> that's what it felt like that's awesome yeah
2: well dude <laughs> we, we've been i mean here's the thing it's like you know everybody like time and time again you hear you know in the past it's always like mud is a great equalizer but we've been watching you have this season and we've said it several times that it's like, man, this like looks like one of the best McGill's that we've seen in a long time. So it really wasn't that surprising.
1: I I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it was funny because the night, you know, that night um, before, you know, I laid down, I told dad that, and I said I don't know. I said I don't know what's going to happen. It's really wet right now. I'm, I'm blood. And he's like, well, what? He's like, Jesus Christ! What you thinking? damn it! And I said, Dad, honest to God, if we're supposed to get the rain we're supposed to get, which is a half inch, they're calling. I said, I'm putting the big tires on. Them. He says, really? I said, yeah. He, I said, remember that big buck? He goes, yeah. I said, that was a quarter or a little less than a quarter. They call. He goes, oh Jesus Christ! I said yeah and think about it all that stuff's gonna run into the bottoms and a lot of this place we run is down in the bottoms he goes well i ain't the one riding a piece of shit you're gonna be riding it. <laughs> i said yeah i said but don't change anything let me just make sure we have everything it to change it you know the the sun star sprocket that we need, the right chain that we cut yeah all, you know all that stuff and i pulled it all out and i laid it on the counter and we laid down about three o'clock it started raining dude and it rained, and it rained, and it <laughs> rained. It rained for thirty-some days straight. time rain, 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 <laughs> from the ground. It was terrible. It was terrible, and I felt so bad because I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't go to the u start. Didn't go to the micro start. But that's also one of the things that. They don't give a shit if I'm there or not at that point because they just want to get the hell out.
2: Of no doubt. I mean, you could have met them at whatever mile marker that big uh, uh, that big bottleneck was. That basically it looked like a start there.
1: <laughs> Dude, that <I> looked bad. <laughs> and that did. that to me, that was a that's an old Penton race. I, I'll never forget back. Oh God, when I first well, my very first national ever was at the John Penton back in '47. Yeah, <laughs> and we went. We went to John Penton. I was 16 for three days. My dad says, you know, you want to run a GNCC? I said, yep. So that was the race. We get there, and just muddier in hell, and just, I mean, raining like a bitch. And we get there, and I'm on a 400 x at the time, and I come through the first lap. I am leading the Open A class, my very first national, and, like, I think I'm in the top— god 15 or 20 overall yeah yeah and i broke a chain not long after and that to right? me was like yeah, it was like a 10. normal pin. Yeah, so i don't know if it's just where i've always ran pin and it's always been shit I, I don't know if it's like i'm just used to it but i know i had a really long hiatus and here's what's really crazy and you'll never believe me on this i have never won that race there really i did not know that I've never won a John Penn. Now I might have won it back in Pro Am days. But that was God, that was back in two thousand five. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: But I mean, I've never I never won a John Penn ever. That's always one where I've been beat by a little bit or you know, it just it never I never got it done there.
2: That's surprising because I would almost consider that just as much of a like a backyard track as as uh as high point or 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 snowshoe i mean it's right there in the backyard and and that's the terrain that you grew up on so that is surprising
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it was it was a shocker man it was it definitely was it was nice to be able to notch it out and, and say that you know that we we finally won a john penton and they give me just a basic plaque of a trophy i'm like you give the dirt bikes a pent and gas tank and you give me just like some AutoZone cutout cut out piece of plastic I like, thought you, you guys
2: you guys don't get the you guys don't get the tank i thought you guys got the tank no. too oh no. <laughs> that is no. a shame
1: dude it's yeah whatever at that point it doesn't matter i got the points i got the cash that's yeah.
2: all do, whatever. yeah yeah well hey and, and again like not not like blowing smoke or anything but it, this year you've been riding really really good and it's been fun to watch and we've seen the training videos on on your instagram um it just looks like it looks like you're in a really good place right now with with you know the, the bike and how you're riding it
1: yeah I, I i owe a lot to steve Thaxton, and i don't know if you guys know him but it's worldwide yeah. chiropractic and i went down there and seen him my wife and my mother um talked me into going down and i and years ago i went down and seen that man when I broke my shoulder, and in three weeks he had me. I rode a lap at Snowshoe, and in five weeks I raced um, the John Penton. That year it was like 116 and got second. So five weeks after a broken shoulder, some ribs, and um, a partially collapsed lung, I raced the hottest race on record book and got second. Yeah. So I went down and seen this guy again, and just talked to him and said, you know, Steve, I need help, dude. I my good days are are very short my bad days are are getting longer and i said i'm I'm really struggling man and we talked and he kind of pushed me in a direction i needed to go and it's it everybody's like calls it a, a diet and it's not i i changed my life okay my whole life is different now the way i look at stuff you know i can go you know like oh you don't eat fast food you don't eat this you don't eat that i'm like no i still eat fast food but i got to be smart and picky with how i you know how i order because with with having my Lyme's disease Mm -hmm. that i have there's certain things that causes flare-ups and i got to make sure that i do not eat eat that and if i stay away from it then i I feel like i do i feel like i've knocked 10 years off my age
2: yeah yeah and and you can tell too man and i was going to actually ask you how much of the change was due to the, to to the limes. Cause the last time, you know, I mean, last year we heard from you at, at the, at snowshoe, that's when you kind of broke the news to everybody. Um, and that's a, I mean, dude, that's for everybody like us that, that basically lives outside. That's something that, you know, we're constantly checking, you know, my wife and I are constantly checking the kids and everything. That's scary. That's scary stuff right there. Uh, and I'm sure it did change a lot for you.
1: It's extremely scary um, because my chiropr- i went to my chiropractor because I was really, really, really sore and just like real tight, and bound up, and just was like nauseous and cold sweats and hot and just like throwing up. And I—I I mean, I was in a very bad place. Would get would like would get up out of bed and like I'd have to grab the wall and like hold myself up because I was really dizzy and it—it it was something was off. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the chiropractor because once I get up and kind of get moving, I'm okay. But I'm just tired, I'm tired and I'm sore, blah, blah, So I go to the chiropractor and I'm like, man, I'm really sore. I'm really tight. And he lays me down on the table and he finds a ring on the back of my neck. Uh. And I've been going to this guy a long time and, and he's a friend of mine. And he says, Adam, I'm not telling you what you need to do but you might want to go to the doctor. And I said, for what? And he takes a picture of it. He shows me. And I said,
3: I said, oh, you know, I
1: had a heat pad on my neck. And, you know, I got like this, you know, I got like leather couches. And when I had it on my neck, I took it off and I laid back and I burnt myself. He goes, that, that's not a burn. But, you know, and as he's adjusting me, he's like, yeah, you know, lines and this and that. And I'm finally like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go. So I call everywhere in parkersburg and nobody can get me in nobody Mm. for two weeks now mind you there's a three week window there before your body starts making antibodies from what i was told and once you start making the stuff to fight it then it's really bad oh okay so my body wasn't immune to it yet you know it wasn't having immunity to it so it wasn't starting to create this stuff to fight it which meant that i would have to go get shots and possibly a transfusion and like all this other crazy shit that you hear people that let it go for years and years and years. So I, um, I finally found a doctor in Clarksburg that could get me in. I went up there and as soon as she seen me, she goes, I'm not even going to do, I'm, I'm going to do blood work on you. She goes, I don't care what it said. I'm starting you on the medication. So I was doing a double dose of that medication for 20 something days. And went back and it showed that it was gone but i'll never get rid of it it's always going to be in my body forever because it's a it's um i think what they told me it's a bacteria okay so it's always laying in my body so with the bacteria being in there if i go out and i party my ass off and i stay up late and i you know do this and do that and wear myself out it flares up and causes me a whole bunch of issues You know, I get rashes now and I get like certain like stuff aches more and I could tell when I'm starting to overdo it because I start getting, you know, like I've, I've got rashes under my eyelids right now. So it's just weird how it's changed that for me. And so I'll never forget when I left there, I went to snowshoe and that's a Thursday and she said, you've you got 30 days here, Adam. And she goes, I don't know how long you've had it. She goes, if you've had it shorter than 30, we can control it with, mm-hmm. we can get rid of most of it with medication, and blah, blah, blah. If it's after 30, we'll have to come back in and do more testing. And I said, what's this mean? She goes, it's, she goes, if it's been longer than 30, Adam. She goes, I, I don't know what to tell you. So here I am going to Snowshoe, my biggest race of the year for me, yeah. my most important race, not knowing what, I am going to have to deal with because, well, most people that have it are, can't even get out of bed. They're, they're, you know, four or five hours is all they're good for. And then they're exhausted. It's like, so I've got all this emotion running through my head of like, am I even going to be able to race anymore? And am I going to be, have to get shots every month? Am I So mentally I was not in a good place. And that night I remember in the, in the hotel room, the whole, I forget the right side of my face started to droop, like sag, which is some of the symptoms of Lyme's. And it started to droop and sag. And I told, you know, I told Haley, I said, Haley, this isn't good. And it, it's been a long time since I cried, man. And I cried and I cried and I cried because it was that was rough. Yeah. Being, you That's know, scary. I, I, want, I want to go out on my terms. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out when, when, when someone tells me. Mm -hmm. I want to be like, you know what, guys, it's been great. I'm going out. I'm done. Not, well, I got Lyme disease. I got to quit. So, and yeah, that, that was definitely a hard one to take. And, and you know, we lined up, we put a good face on, I did everything I could, man. But it just, I wasn't there. I had a bunch of people coming up and telling me, you know, are you okay? I seen you out there riding. You didn't look very good. You didn't look like you. I had other racers telling me they're like, you. All right, right. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but I remember when I announced it, people just lost. They lost their shit, man. And and it was an overwhelming amount of people that reached out Mm -hmm. with information and people to see and think. You know, it was, it was humbling. Very humbling.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I can only imagine, man. I mean, I've you know I've heard of other people that have had that same experience, and and then when you hear that happen to you and All the emotion that came with it. I mean, that's just a. That's like you said. It's. It it, it wasn't even like going out on like an injury because you had had a wreck or something like that. This is something that's completely uncontrollable, and I'm sure that that was scary, uh, scary as heck, especially you know up there on the mountain and uh, supposed to be you know having a good time and and then having to worry about that as well.
1: Yeah, the hardest part was, you know, I couldn't really drink. Because of the medication I was on, and plus not feeling good, did you know how hard it is to not drink Crown Royal with people? <laughs> it's I, really, really I'm hard. Sure. Dude.
2: Especially at snowshoe, I'm
1: sure. Oh God, it was really, really tough. <laughs> I uh, I didn't enjoy it yeah. that well. Yeah, I don't. Want, okay, I take that back. I enjoyed it, but I took. I had two drinks, and I was like, I was all. I was like, Oh God, I. I'm, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, it was bad.
2: But then, you know, you go through all of that, and you deal with all of that last year. Um, um, I don't know if your off season was completely different than years past, but then you come into this year, and it's just like – like man like you just like resurgence really and and, and it's it's been incredibly fun to watch like I told Brandon uh which by the way Brandon had to leave he had to go to a meeting a baseball meeting but uh, I know I know he's probably on the road listening to it right now but uh (laughs) um um we've talked before about it's like man just something different this year like like you do look like you're in great shape this year and and it's just it's been a lot of fun to watch especially you know um uh you being like one of the elder statesmen of the sport and then just like really putting on hell of shows
1: yeah i uh honestly i don't really know what the difference is i mean yeah i changed up uh, my lifestyle and and did that and then and you know, at this point, I, I didn't really do anything different, but I I tried really hard to listen to my body and what it wanted. Right, so if it if I feel good, I'll go out and I'll train, and I'll ride, and I'll do everything I need to do. And but there's some days, man, I I have a hard time getting out of bed. Like I am just smoked, exhausted, and those are the days that you know my doctor Steve Thaxton. Told me, he said, just listen to your body, Adam. He said, if you wanna stay in bed, he said, Stay in bed. It's fine. He goes, Your your body is telling you it's not feeling good. Mm-hmm. And I I don't I don't know if it was that. I mean, you know, round one we had some issues with, you know, we built a new bike and all this stuff, a brand new twenty fourteen Honda. And we had some issues. And then I told Dad, I said, This isn't happening again. And it was like, Florida, we rode well, Georgia, we rode well. And it was like, you know, we're starting to finally get some momentum. At this point, I never, ever, ever thought that I would win another race ever. Yeah, Because, you know, it's the competition stiff, you know, the kids are getting younger and, you know, I'm every year I'm another year older. And I just, you know, I was telling my wife the other day, I said, my ears are getting sensitive to the noise now. It's like I'm I'm starting to pick up things that are different than what they were years ago. But, but being able to, to win, I, I never thought it was in the cards, you know, podiums. Yes. Things like that. But I always, I told myself this year, I told dad, I said, I want to be that guy that's there when they make a mistake. I want to be just close enough to capitalize when they screw up that's all i want to be i want to be in in the hunt all day long i don't have to get on the podium now i've had my days of podiums and and running up front winning and all that And i know they're not as close as you know as it's not every weekend now Mm -hmm. but son of a bitch we're putting them there yeah it's like to me it's like it's almost like oh my god it's like do you know do i go another two or three years or do i it's like you know when i was on the verge of thinking about being done it's like now we do this it's like
2: shit makes it fun doesn't it yeah it's fun winning <laughs> yeah, i'm sure it is i'm sure um, it is
1: yeah sh- it's really fun to win the rest of it sucks ass <laughs> Winning's fun <laughs>
2: absolutely uh so we we actually uh we have a couple questions here from our listeners and i want to make sure we get to them and uh we don't miss any of them in the, oh, God. the conversation yeah <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> Not, God.
2: nothing too crazy nothing too crazy yeah. uh um uh isaiah white wants to know wildest snowshoe what does he say to the news when we burn the shoe down after his win <laughs> and this is this is the uh, ceo of howard's hall the guy with the sign
1: oh fuck i i don't you know the first lady came to buy is fuck around to find out <laughs> but then i you know that that's funny because we won you know we won the pent and then we have another race before snowshoe and i could give two shits less about this next <laughs> national is that bad i mean <clears throat>
2: no no because like like i mean where are you where are you at in points right now are you third in points
1: I think, I think we're third yeah i don't look i don't look anymore because it just it used to always piss me off maybe
2: maybe maybe that's the way to be though maybe that's the ticket it's like yeah. it's like just show up like who cares about points who cares about you know we're just looking for snowshoe and then if we heck if we win if we win high point then then so be it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm telling you we we're in full prep. You know, I've um I've got I've got some ideas for some of the um either towels or we're going to do something a little bit different. You know, we got new shirts cut, you know, off the press, which my wife has been doing that. Um, you know, I've got some things that I want to announce up there. I'm doing another Remember the chrome bike I did last year? That
2: was sick. Yes. Yeah.
1: I'm doing another themed, not a themed bike, but something very unique for that race. So, I mean, I've, I've it's full steam ahead right now for snowshoe, and honestly, I haven't really thought much about the high point race.
2: <laughs> I love how you refer to it as the race between now and snowshoe.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, but I I told somebody, I told a guy this morning about snowshoe. They're like, yeah, that's they're like that's one race that you can you can associate that race with this rider. And he was talking about me. He's like, you think it's no shoe. You think McGill, that's it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm like, hell yeah. It's got everything that I would possibly ever want in a weekend. It's got, I've got a race. I've got a bunch of fans up there and a bunch of friends. I've got a shit ton of crown Royal and everybody (laughs) wants to party
2: yeah all I mean, things are
1: seriously, true seriously it's, it's everything that i love I mean,
2: shit. <laughs> it's like christmas <laughs>
1: it, it is it is it just is, it's a shame it only feels like it lasts 30 minutes
2: yeah yeah no you kidding. know what i mean well and, and <laughs> yeah. it, every year every year we're like man never can count mcgill out at snowshoe but i'll be daggone like this year like we're really well, saying that man
1: <laughs> dude i know i know it's funny because you know, Walker's like, yeah, you yeah, know, I've got more wind. I said, kid, it doesn't matter because i built this place and you're still paying rent on it. <laughs> and he yeah. just looked at me. He just laughed. I said, I'm telling you, it's it's on. Yeah. And that's what I've been. And people, you know, people get excited, but it takes it takes a special kind of person and a certain riding style and technique to excel up there. And I mean, anything can happen. We might go up there and suck ass. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you one thing: I'm gonna party my ass off with all my fans and friends. <laughs> yeah. But if we win it, if if we win it, I it it yeah, I'll just light a fire in right under the podium, <laughs> piss on it, just be like, hey, we're gonna start here, and then we'll blow it up into town. Yeah,
2: just let it boil over. Let it boil over. Yeah,
1: just let it blow into town.
2: <laughs> so what? It, what was the wildest snowshoe?
1: Oh God. <laughs>
2: and you can just throw uh, a year
1: out. You can just throw a year out. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, the wildest snowshoe, the early ones were always out of control. W- um, what's early? As far what's as the early? racing part. Um, early is my first, I raced the first ever snowshoe uh-huh. in 07.
2: 07, okay, okay.
1: Dude, and that was, that was nuts. I'll never forget, like, getting back into, um, what is that, Silver Creek, and mm-hmm. all the way back in there. We only ran the one side of the mountain. Some of that shit was just, I mean, they, it had roots come out of the ground that looked like two-stroke pipes, and, I mean, <laughs> the rocks, the rocks had all the moss on them, so you couldn't see them, and, I mean, you'd get, you would drop the front end and, like, lose it in the cracks of the rocks, and, I mean, some of the bogs, I've i have got memories of um, you come out and you get on one of the power lines, and I, this is something I won't forget either, come out, and it's like you can either go down the power line or turn right and go through the woods. Well, going down the power line was like, I don't know, two or 300 yards. It's straight. But it was a, it was a bog. It was a swamp. And I get to there, and I stop, and I look. Now, mind you, we're racing. And I stop, and I look, and there's a guy way, 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 way out there. I mean, fucking clear at the end. And I'm looking, and I'm like, holy shit, that's third of it. And that's where he sat the rest of the day, just buried <laughs> there out there i mean that was a memory i won't forget i mean i've seen you know all kinds of like boobs at the mud hole i've you know (laughs) obviously chugging the beers or you know grabbing the beers from people the beer shower to me is that's what it's about when i come down into that hole and when i come down into that bottom and i make that right into all that shit when when it literally goes from people like watching other racers to they look at me and they just lose their mind and they start shaking the <laughs> beard i'm like oh hell yeah
2: yeah oh hell
1: yeah give it to me and it, i love it
2: it's so easy now too because it's just point out the first honda you see
1: yeah i know i know and it, <laughs> i had a, i've had other racers tell me they're like you get down into that spot and they're like it literally people just part and i'm like i know they're like how do you do that i said I don't know. I said, but these people are awesome. There is no place, the only place that I could even compare Snowshoe to is Iron Man, but it's not even the same genre of people. Uh Yeah. Dude, Snowshoe is just, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. I I do not know. It is just, it is awesome. It is, it is my favorite place to race. It is my favorite place to party. It is my favorite place. Just, I mean, it's all, it's everything about it. I love it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was there for the 2011 one, and I remember that one very – that was a good one. That You won yep. that one. That was a yep. good
1: one in, yep. the, in the town we, that we night. Had, <laughs> yeah, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, There's. it's funny because I always tell people – was always like, hey, Adam, you remember this? And I'm like, was this after the race or before the race? They're like, oh, it's after. I'm like, no. <laughs> not even,
2: even a little bit. You don't bit. have to at, tell me what it is. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. They're like, oh, it was before the race. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I always tell people, I'm like, after the race, forget it. I won't remember shit. <laughs> yeah, but but I but I, I dude, I I at that point, I earned it. Yeah, I, I earned to get, I earned to drink crown roll with everybody. And you know what? If I want to sit down and not remember shit, I can sit down and not remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I
2: mean after after that. A grueling race i mean yeah you just need to just sit down and relax and and enjoy it for sure uh we
1: was at i was at the podium one time party and the Davidson brothers were there and uh i was i had stone cold steve austin two Beard. i smashed them together and busted them and i was spraying them everywhere and people were just losing their mind i turn around and there's micah from custom access shocks i'm thinking like oh shit <laughs> like i'm in trouble right and he looks at me and he goes hell yeah i'm like I throw the cans and we just start parting our ass off again. I thought it I swore at that point it was like, oh my god, dad caught me. <laughs> but he was cool with it. Getting up on stage and and singing with the Davison brothers and getting the people wound up, man. I I feed off of that. I love it.
2: Yeah. 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 Now could you imagine, man, because Saturday Saturday night's always the night. Could you imagine yep. being a bike rider and then having to race Sunday? <laughs>
1: Oh, that'd be that'd be terrible. Yeah. I mean, Stu Baylor does it really well, I but I don't know how.
2: I don't know how either. I I was Ooh. last year. I was like, I don't know how he's going to race tomorrow. And then, Dude, sure enough,
1: Goes <laughs> out there, I think it makes his blood thin.
2: Because <laughs> it, it flows flows more smoothly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't clot as bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah. another listener wants to know, uh, Chomper four one nine wants to know. Um, what really keeps you on a Honda?
1: The fact that I like boobs and Crown Royal and Freedom. <laughs> freedom Fighter. Yeah. There there's a lot of things I, I can't go into full detail, but mm-hmm. there are some things there that I don't that I don't like. And I'll just leave it at that. I um I said years ago that I would never, ever, ever ride one. And I dude I will ride I will ride a box turtle through a field of crunchy peanut butter before I'll ride one in piles.
2: <laughs> I mean, Devin's almost to that point. I, oh, I, I, I've tried to tell him. I'm like, get on a Honda, man. Like, I don't know. Go to Lancaster. I I, have him build you one. And yep. and, and uh, um, I'm sure you'll you'll be enjoying yourself more
1: than you are right now. <laughs> I don't know. I can't give you too much shit. He's always winning against the grain, but damn, dude. So it, it, it scares me to think where, where it might be. And, you know, I know in my career, I'll always, I'll, I'll, I'll have enough Honda stuff yeah. that I can finish my career out on a Honda yeah. or, an you know, say another comparable brand, but blue, no blue, ever yeah. blue. Yeah.
2: Uh, what so, I think's a shame is, is like, is like somebody like where you're at in your career, like when I see you looking for like a mint, used bike you know what i mean like man like yeah. we should we should not be where we're at with that
1: no no and it's crazy because everybody thinks they have to have a new machine and guess what i took a 2006 7 mm-hmm. 8 9 10 12 13 14 honda well because it's a mess of everything yeah and yeah want, and beat everybody on a brand new have to have a fuel injection latest greatest ball blah. And they'll say, oh, it was muddy, or oh, it was this. It's like everybody else is running the same shit, guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've, you know, back when I used to be able to get new ones, you know, RGs, you know, I was getting them from RG Honda. And Mark was really great with me with it, and blah, blah. And I'll never forget, he gave me he gave me one, uh, what was it, 15 or 16? I think it was 16. He gave me one, and he goes, Adam, this is it. I said, what do you mean? He goes, this is the last one. I'm like... Holy shit. And at first I was just like, yeah, whatever. But dude, as time went on, it was like, hey, you got Mm -hmm. any bikes? No, Adam, you got the last one. It's like, well, does any dealers have them? Nope. So, and that's where it really like started to sink in. and It's scary to think where where the sport is going, especially if they don't lift the chokehold of the production rule.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah. They're worried about, they're worried about it um, being too expensive. Are you shitting me? these kids are riding 250 hybrids for one or two years and you're telling me there's there it's okay for them to spend fifty, sixty thousand 60 thousand dollars on a hybrid but i can't yeah. do it to run my whole career on one yeah yeah
2: no we had when we had lancaster in uh a few weeks ago he was talking to us about that i couldn't believe how much they're spending on these 250
1: hybrids dude it's absolutely nuts man i mean i've been involved with the youth for a long time and and to know, and and yeah, you could do it cheap, right? Mm-hmm. But you can also do it, blow it completely out of the water. But my argument always was, okay, they say nobody makes a production 250 anymore, right? Yeah, bullshit. Honda <laughs> makes a 250 EX, right? Right, right. Their argument was, oh, they can't race that; it's shaft driven. I'm thinking, like, oh Jesus Christ. Okay, I said, well, why can't we run a unlimited? 450 class. They're like, oh, it priced people out of it. And I'm thinking, like, are you shitting me? You have to change. I mean, okay, you're you have to gusset at a frame on a Honda. It just is what it is. But you'd have to tear a brand new yamaha apart and still gusset at that thing. So mm-hmm. you're still no better off. So it's you're still you're still putting in more work. Let me run a chrome molly chassis for Lone Star. All the factory pivot points, nothing has changed. And it's chrome molly and it'll last the whole season. Right. Or two seasons done. I don't. I don't understand because it gets me. It gets me cranked up every damn time we start talking about it. But it gets me wound up to think if I want to go out and I want to build a hybrid, it might be a total piece of shit and might be slow as hell on it. But you're going to tell me that you're scared I might try something new and be better than that. So that's why you're going to hold me down. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, well what do you mean?" I'm like. So, if I put a CR500 motor in my TRX 450 chassis, would it beat your Yamaha? And they're like, no. I'm like, then what are you worried about? Yeah. It might never finish a damn race when I build, but I'm trying. Yeah. Because there are a lot of kids that are coming up that are having to make these choices to, to, to ride this stuff. And, you know, a lot of kids probably don't want to ride Yamahas, but there's a lot of kids that probably do. But the it's it's going to be like NASCAR. It's going to be everybody's on a Yamaha, and everybody's got these A arms, and everybody has these shocks, and everybody has these wheels and tires. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be very boring because there's nobody to cheer for.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah you got your rider and this and that, but like, there's no colors. There's no. It's it's all the same.
2: Yeah, it looked like motocross. <laughs>
1: Dude, it's scare. It scares me to death to think about it. But until they lift it, it's going to be hard to do anything.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we and we have some questions in the, in in the comment section on on what you think it would take to to for Honda to come back out. But I mean, is that even a possibility at, uh, in this day? I don't
1: know, man. I um, a couple of years ago, um, we was I was talking with uh, some people and they were in with honda and blah, blah blah and they said that honda sold i forget the exact number it was like five million dollars in 450 parts or some shit one year and they're like why do we need to build a machine when people are still buying this much in parts and i'm like well okay i get that but i also think you know i don't know what's going to happen to the sport i I've made my living at this I've done, you know, I've done it for years. I don't know what's going to happen. And it scares me to death to think about, you know, these kids coming up that I'm, that I'm helping grow and coach and teach, and, and teaching them how to ride and doing all that stuff. And it's like, I I can't, I can't sell you on a factory deal. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't, and unless you can talk, you can promote or you can sell, it's going to be hard to make a living right? doing this and that's what it's hard it's hard man it is hard to explain that
2: yeah you know the kids growing up now they're going to grow up and not really remember the days that you can you know very vividly remember of of where of where you could dream of that factory ride
1: oh my god yeah i mean i lived it i i i i remember lining up on the pro line and you had yellow bikes you had red bikes you had blue bikes you had black bikes you had white bike. i mean you had green you had every color yeah every manufacturer is in the game at that point and and we had what 20 something pro riders on the line and it was it was it was it was absolutely awesome
0: mm-hmm. and
1: to see it i don't want to say it died but to see it just stabilized right now it it's sad and you know, a lot of us make uh, our money with the aftermarket, right? So Correct. tires, yeah. wheels, suspension, um, motors, blah blah. We make our money with that. Well, let me make more money because now I can get them more sales because we are making a chassis, or we mm-hmm. are making this, or we're making that for new stuff, right? Yeah. Because it's hard. It's hard for probably you or even anyone to, you know, have a buy used honda or used anything right and then you're like oh i want to put a brand new steering gammer on it you're like uh but it's not new so i'll just go ahead and buy a used one well that kills the aftermarket right because right. now you're buying used from somebody else that, that they want a used one now from somebody else so it never really generates new sales which starts to kill the industry which is where it was years ago and i don't know if it'll ever get to the point it was when i lived through it and Oh eight oh nine, god and i hope it doesn't but it's just scary to think about that you know there's nobody making new machines
2: yeah no and i completely i completely agree it's 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 kind of like we're stuck like right in this like you said like an in-between zone like like you're not allowed to do what you want to be able to do with them but because you're still kind of stuck under this like kind of factory mold but then you're yep. not but you're not you're not factory but then you can't go the fully the other way either
1: yeah it's and you know it's um perfect example i can't um i can't alter any spen- uh, pivot points on my chassis right suspension point for right. block but you can bolt a bracket on a machine which changes a pivot point and it's legal because it bolts on, okay, so I kind of understand that, but we're still moving it from the chassis we're not moving it with an arm, so I don't know man it's, there's so much gray and it's it's hard to it's hard to really say yes, you could do it no, you can't because then if you want to get super picky putting the linkage on it or putting the arms on it changes pivot points you see what I'm saying so it's yeah. like
2: yeah,
1: I don't you either I wish they would just say, you know what do it it just has to be a 450cc limit. Other than that, we don't give a shit. wide open. <laughs> wide open. Yeah, yeah. And they're, you know, and and you know, they had an argument where it was, well, you know, then it's safe. You know, is it safe to race? Is it, you know, this and that. And I'm like, I don't think I would settle on something that wasn't safe to race or that I didn't believe in, you know?
2: Right. So, and, right it, and like you said, I, mean, I don't know, like uh, – in my opinion this is just purely my opinion. Like what really are they afraid of? Cause I don't know. I mean, how much faster could you guys possibly go on anything?
1: I cannot go any faster <laughs> than I'm going now until I get a chassis. I need new pivot points, new geometry because my shocks can always be better. Yeah. My a arms and my, my, my camber and caster setups, my linkage leverage ratios, all that shit can be better. It always can. So now you make that better now I want more motor. Yeah. Okay. I cannot ride any more motor than what D Rage gives me right now at all. I can't, I just can't. So until we get better suspension points, then we don't need any more power. Like mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh why don't you put a dirt bike motor? In? I'm like, I can't ride it. They're like, what do you mean? I said I don't want to ride the damn thing. <laughs> I said my motor runs just fine. You know I have I have good luck with it. You know, we know what wears out. We know what breaks. We know what to do with it. It's like, I don't. I. They're like, oh, I have sixty horse stock, and I'm like, and my suspension can only handle fifty six of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's. I would give you a reference to something, but I can't on the show because I don't know how <laughs> old our listeners are. You don't want a whole bunch of waste. Right.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. A hundred percent. Uh, so, oh, we have another here Uh, late question from one of the best listeners, Devin masters. Uh, does he, does he think we should go back to top 20 overall numbers has to race front row?
1: I don't know, man. (laughs) They talk about, they used to bring that up every year in the, in the riders meetings and shit. Um, that's a, I mean, that's a tough one because It would be you gotta have a you gotta have an age limit for pro class plus pro am, and then you got a kid that's in a class of maybe 16, and he gets top 20. So, is he ready for pro? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's there's so much gray there. I don't know what the right answer would would be with that.
2: Mm I
1: I really don't. I would hate to I'd hate to I'd hate to give an uh, an opinion, and then it you know. Kick me in the balls later.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, just from the outside looking in, it. I mean, to, to see twenty riders on on the front row. I mean, that would be awesome. But then you got to go in deep to, to to like what you're saying, and and yeah. is it like, are you punishing a sixteen year old for finishing in the top twenty?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think if you want to see twenty pros, you've got to just you just what brings people to the what makes people race. They want to be better and they want to win. And they want to do good. Well, what makes people in the pro class want to race money, money. Uh huh. pay more money, pay better back through. And then once you start paying better back through, oh man, it cost me 500 bucks to go this weekend. It's a $500 start for pro class. Yeah. You know, and you got to meet these qualifications and blah, blah, blah. And if you do, then you, you know, it, it's more than more than anything. It's, it's, um, it's incentive to gut to do it instead of being like oh you'll get a hundred bucks to start it's like oh shit you know i pissed that away at the at the gas station with snacks
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh and then he also wants to know if you'd be okay if he wrote a red suzuki <laughs> you
1: know what that'd be really badass
2: <laughs> I, they don't look bad red suzuki's don't look bad <laughs>
1: Dude, I'm, I'm, Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I like the red Suzuki, like the Chris raced and shit. I thought that thing looked sharp.
2: Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. So, okay, if it yep. wasn't a Honda, if it wasn't a Honda, of any bike of the past, you can name a year, whatever, what would it be?
1: Oh, God. It, so, when I got, um, this is something that I haven't, well, not a lot of people know. So, back in 2007, before I signed with KTM, I had I was dealing with Kawasaki, and I was dead set I wanted to ride a cowie. and still to mm-hmm. this day, I would love to race one. Really, man? Okay. And I know people think it's nuts, but I would really like to race one. I would, but I mean, I'm all the bikes I've ever ridden, raced, tried, tested, did all that. I know you guys are going to give me shit, but that <laughs> I really like my Can Am.
2: Oh, okay.
1: I really liked I liked my KTM a lot. Yeah. I did. There's a lot of good things about it, but that Can Am, it worked. And I don't know if the KTM with the no link, you see what I'm saying, was a little different for me or you know, the way that the, the team was ran or, you know, the, the feet you know, the, the the pressure where the can am guys are just like Go out and do your best. We don't give a shit. <laughs> but i really i'm telling you i like the way that can am worked
2: yeah yeah
1: i I did
2: i I never did get to ride one but they look cool they really did
1: the uh, the the aluminum tanks we had made i do know when you put the frame pieces in it's 18 foot pounds you torque the the frame pieces to you don't go any tighter you'll crush the tube and break it you go any looser it'll wall or it'll break yeah 18 foot pounds on it and uh, it just there was a lot of things about it that really sucked really sucked but the that thing it handled so good it was it was extremely light except for the engine the engine was a tank and the thing but as far as like the frame itself and like the spindle geometry and everything was just like wild and shit you've never even thought of but it worked man it worked really really good huh. but it was a chore to work on
2: oh i'm sure it was i'm sure it was what was the cali uh what was the uh was the reverse nice or did you take that out
1: (laughs) i see i never got to race the cali oh okay okay so i never got to race a kawasaki that's what was crazy it was um i was talking with him this was um yeah this was no seven they were supposed to have me one by break that year and didn't get any and then they were supposed to have me one you know by the first round back after the break and those went to yokely and then they were like well we'll try to get you one blah blah blah." and it just never it just never came through and i was talking you know with team green and jimmy white and those guys and it just it never came through and i'm still friends with jimmy to this day and that's something that i always wondered where you know maybe it wouldn't have been a good choice but i always wondered what it would have been if i would have been you know, if we would actually made it work. And then, you know, that year it was, I had the, the, the k the KTM and a Polaris contract all at the house at one time in that winter in 07.
2: Man, those, those were the days though. Wasn't that like oh, it three was, factory it was contracts?
1: Good, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. And all you had to do was show up with a gear bag and race and that was it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was cool. That was cool mm-hmm. for sure, uh, but you know, man, like like we going back to to just this year though, like it, it's been an absolute blast to to watch you just go out there and tear it up, and um um you know, as the year has gone on and like you are sitting in third right now, like has does this put any like are you changing your goals for the season? Because I know you're talking about like goals just to you know. Got there and have fun, but then, like, you're getting these results, and, and does that change what
1: you're looking for, you know, going
2: into I, the, end of the season?
1: I still – I still – I don't think to this day I have ever had a season GNCC where I finished every round. Mm-hmm. I've always broke down one race, and that's still a goal of mine is <sighs> to finish every race. Yeah. Because I've always had to dig out of a hole. I've always had – you know, I've always had issues. And I still – Want that. Now, things have changed, you know, but to me, I'm still going to the race wanting to finish every round. And I, you know, I I tell dad all the time, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I care what my results are, but at the end of the day, I want to come off the racetrack and I want to see my wife. I want to play with my dogs. I don't want to, I don't want to end it on the racetrack. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not willing to take the risk, but it's, it's you know like i told mason and we talked you can't teach an old dog new tricks but he can sure use his his old ones yeah and i don't know if this is something where i'm starting to go back to that because i'm feeling better and i'm you know stronger and i'm mentally getting there so now i've got some confidence behind me and that's a lot of it too is being confident in yourself to know okay i can hold the gas right through here this bike's gonna hold it Stay on the gas. And that makes that little bit of a difference. Instead of being like, ah, I don't I don't think I can hang on it, uh, piss on it. Right. You know? Right. And I think that's where it's, it's changed a lot with me. It's, you know, we had, you know, a bad race in South Carolina round one. I told dad, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened. These are the changes we need to make. It's not going to happen again. And, you know, we had a good race in Florida. We had a good race the next round. It was like we started clicking these good finishes off. And I don't, I don't know. I, I still to this, to this day, I can't tell you what the difference, what I am doing that is any different than what I was doing in the years past. Mm. I have no idea.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I hear a lot of times people say like guys don't reach their peak performance until like their mid thirties. So bullshit. <laughs> I, 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 Hey, I hear it. And I, you see it though. You see with other people. I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I think. I mean, look over at, at the at the motocross side. Like, look at Eli yeah. Tomac. He's he's peak, right? I mean, except for the yeah. except for the injury he just had. But you see yeah. that sport where those guys are staying in there longer. And I think you know, like with age comes wisdom, and and you just know how to do things better.
1: Yeah, I I can tell you that. Um... Like I'm watching these. Well, when I say younger kid, it's pretty much everybody watching these kids ride and how they ride. I'm like, I'm like, damn, they're just beating it off the rev box. Yeah. So Jeff Hart, Jeff Hart, come up to my dad uh, this race. I think that's who it was. Come up to my dad this race after Hunter broke and said, Adams go out in the woods and he's not even on the gas. And Dad's like, what do you mean? He goes, he went by me and you could barely hear it running. And he said he's move, like he is moving. And my dad's like, really? Just like, yeah. But that comes with experience, uh-huh. right? Yeah. What happens when, you know, you rev the balls off the bike? What happens? Oil temperature gets hot. What, you know, the oil temperature gets hot. What happens next? Antifreeze yeah. gets hot. What? You know, it's all these compounding things. And it was like the whole day I told myself, just, just stay calm. Shit will happen. You'll get stuck. People will screw up. You're going to catch bottlenecks. Just relax get the bike to the finish line and then we'll race in two weeks or whatever. Yeah. And I, I remember coming through and it said third and I'm like, Holy bat shit. I would, <laughs> I would never believe that because I didn't remember passing really many people, but you know, there were bottlenecks and things like that. Next lap, I come through and said first, and I'm like, Holy shit. Like <laughs> Holy Santa Claus. Shit. We're doing this. <laughs> and, and it just, it was just trying to s- stay moving stay smooth. Don't beat the bike up, you know, and don't abuse the clutch because you get the clutch, you know, it's just, it's all that, it's all that that plays into that, that, that art. And maybe that's where me being older, I'm more in tune with the bike than these kids. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let the race. you.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, the noise it makes, I'm, I'm used to the sounds. If I hear a weird sound, you know, I've been on it so long. Okay, I know this sound is related to this, so I need to do this. It's it's weird to be that in tune with something.
2: Right, right. Well, I mean, when you put so many hours, hours. I mean, this is the machine that you've been on for the longest period of time out of any machine, correct? I mean, yes. so when you've been on the, a machine for so long— and then on top of that you build them break them down and rebuild them yourself so you know you yep. know every bolt every nut that goes on that bike that that you are in tune with with it
1: yeah yeah and you know like what it can take and what it can't it's 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 really it's it's unique to be able to to point those things out or or you know walk by and somebody's working on one and it's like what are you guys doing and they're like Oh, this happened. I was like, oh, well, check this. And they check it, and it fixes it. <laughs> and it, it it's cool, you know, to, that side of it, to know enough about it to even be able to to offer that knowledge.
2: Yeah. No, that is cool. That is cool. And and then and, and that speaks to, like, how many other sports, and we talk about this all the like time to know, Anna, but how many other sports are, do you get that where, like like, a top pro is just walking by you while you're working on something. And it's like, Hey, try this. I mean, that's the coolest part of the sport.
1: Yeah. Yeah. None, none, none. <laughs> But Are we really, I mean, think about this. Are we really pros? And what I mean by that is like, okay, so I'm a household name with the, the mm-hmm. split line guys, right? Or your kids or Devin's or whoever, right? The, the, whoever is in this community, mm-hmm. but then take, take us out of it will people still know you know <sighs> what I mean think about that but but you could take Dan Earnhardt to a damn Pittsburgh football <laughs> game and everybody's going to know who Dan Earnhardt
2: is right 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 okay so let so, me let me ask you this
1: now I might be now I might be putting this on two totally different spectrums uh-huh but I want I, I I want that so bad you want, the, want that you want the want to be to name spread. overall yes yeah that's what I want and and it's, it's it's crazy to think social media and, and podcasts and stuff like that is how you do it. And it's, yeah. it's wild to think that, you know, I've I've got people that, that watch my race reports overseas. I've got people that, you know, that comment on my stuff, that like, that follow it, and they're all over the world. And they may not even race, but they like my sh- shit I put up. Yeah.
2: I mean, the, the fact that not many other guys have taken off on that, like the race reports that you do, I mean, they get a ton of viewership,
1: and all are they interesting? Yes. Like in all reality, are they interesting? Because I feel like I'm boring as hell sometimes.
2: I mean, they're interesting enough to where you have a hundred people watching every single time, and all you got to do is post like, "Hey, who who wants to be on at 9 p.m.?" Pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, enough people want to know, and it's so like you don't have to edit anything, you don't have to have any equipment. Nope. it's so it's so everybody is so capable of doing something like yet like that but yet there's so few guys actually doing it
1: yep it's the hardest steps always the first one and uh-huh. you, i i've been i've been working with this young rider for a long time the race of the morning and and that that young rider is starting to to follow in these steps and it's making big impacts and the doing all the right stuff so i know that if people like you you just said about my my race reports they see my race reports other people see my race reports so i know that it's doing exactly what it needs to do and i don't want to sit and i don't want to read a damn two scroll post on right. facebook or instagram about your race
2: if it's more than two sentences
1: i'm out dude it's like seriously like, come on, just put up a video or something. I mean, Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, I, I, I agree. And, and
2: you said like taking the first step is is the hardest part, man. I'm gonna say that t- it being consistent at something is is the hardest part, and like Brandon yep. and I have struggled at that. Like, like that's the one thing that we like. We've we've always kind of joked around like we may be terrible at podcasts, but at least we're here every week doing it. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're showing up every day or every time, putting in your time, and you're consistent, and it, it will eventually pay off because if you go to the gym every day at this time, yep. put it at work, right, you're going to see results. Same thing with yours, and and, I, and I've learned over the years, it's not you're not going to see results in six months, a year. It's usually a three-year process of doing it mm-hmm. to start really seeing it catch on because – you know, the first year people start, you know, they, they hear about it. The next year, they start to kind of take notice. The third year, they, they take interest in it and yeah. then they start spreading it. Yeah. And once it spreads, that's when it really starts to hit.
2: Yep. And that's where we're at. We're, we're right now, like kind of at the start of our third year. So that's, that's where we're at right now. And I agree with you on that. I mean, it's, it takes being consistent with something and some, and your race report is something that people have always been able to like, okay, i'm not gonna say depend on but they they know it's coming they can look forward to that
1: yep and they know that it could be a really good one where it's you know chris Borch is burnt smoking the tires off down in the woods and shit to Mm -hmm. man we just rode by ourselves all damn day and and (laughs) not everybody gets to see the whole track yeah right so there's a lot of stuff there that people don't get to see that i'm explaining like oh my god like really So, and then giving them that perspective on it and like what we're thinking and how we're doing stuff. And a lot of people really, really dig it.
2: Oh yeah. No, I agree. And I think it's, it's one, it's honestly, I mean, like if you're a fan of somebody, you want to know about them and you want to be able to, to, to relate to Mm -hmm. them. And that's, that's where, you know, social media presence is, is where it's at. And who would have thought like, you know, when it was the heyday of the factory rides and everything that. That it's like, it's a, it's a shame that like, we didn't have those capabilities
1: back then. No, I remember starting, God, I remember starting my Instagram coming home from like Unadilla or some shit, yeah. <laughs> dude. And it, it just, it's, it, it's crazy. And, and I like, I like the fact that I can interact with people. Yeah. Like when I'm doing, yeah. when I'm doing the lives, you would call it right now and say, you suck and I, I I'll react to it yeah or you know hey good job man I try really hard to acknowledge people yeah you know let them know but like hey I'm you know, this is really live. I'm really seeing you blah, blah, blah. you know, it's not yeah. recorded. Yeah. And yeah. that really, that makes a difference. And people can ask questions and talk and, you know, it, it, it makes a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. The interaction, honestly, I, I'm glad you mentioned that is a huge, huge thing. And that you do a really good job of it. And something that we've tried to do here as well, like, you know, like having Devin here, uh, he's kind of the quote unquote producer, but he's the one that's able to like, usually when he's here, like keep track of all the comments and everything. And I think people do like, they feel like, like they're a part of something so if they get to Mm -hmm. if they're on your um if if they're on your uh social media and watching you talk and 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 they say hey you know whatever good job or something just (laughs) just you just when you ever say hey man appreciate it like that's huge for them
1: yeah it's you're walking you're walking down you know at the racetrack and somebody acknowledges you and says you know me for example i'll walk i'll be biking the track i see a 250r it's guaranteed. I'm going to stop and say, Hey, nice bike. But it's, it's little things like that that go a really, really, really long way with people and just acknowledging them. They're watching you because they, they like you. Now you're interacting with that person and it takes it, it makes it more personable. It makes it like, it's a one-on-one communication now. Yeah, It's just, it's a whole different thing. And I try really hard to always try to acknowledge everybody. And sometimes it does get a little out of control, but (laughs) I try really hard to acknowledge everyone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And especially kids, kids is huge, man. Like the, like the, like being able to, to, to like, I mean, these little kids, like, I mean, you, you know, you are like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I, I can imagine like being a little kid and I know like my little kid, um, I mean, he looks at you guys like, like that.
1: <laughs> that, 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 that makes me feel really good. I, I, I'm heavily involved with the youth and it's, it's crazy because I've been so involved for so long with my schooling and my teaching and, and being there for questions and, and making myself available, maybe too much at times, but to be able to, to share information with people and I'm not going to share everything with people you know i'm not, i i can not say you know oh this is this is what i do when i want to make a whole bunch of money or what you know <laughs> yeah. i can't i can't tell you everything you got to learn some of the stuff but when when those kids come off the track and i can tell just by looking at them and if they have a good day i feel it yeah and if they have a bad day i feel it because i know exactly what they're going through because i've done it yeah, I did it. And being involved with I, I, I'm involved with some kids that I work with weekly I, I and be, being part of their families. And, and literally, I would I go to their place and just drink beer sometimes. <laughs> and but but still being that connected, it's 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 almost it, you just know I can I can look at a child or I can look at that person that I've worked with and I can be like they're they're not there today they're like what do you mean and this is i'll never say that at a racetrack but it's like when we're training or you know i'm working with them i'll be like it's not going to be a real productive day like what do you mean i'm like they're tired Mm -hmm. like what i'm like i've been around you guys for two years i could i could tell when your kid's not with it and there's some days that they'll just absolutely burn it down there's other days that they're just not with it but yeah being involved with it at the tracks and and I love nothing more than them coming up and telling me how their day went. Right. I love it because they're so excited to tell me. And I, I always like hearing about racing. I love, I love the racing and I know there's going to be a day where I'm not going to be racing full time. So I love hearing their emotion about it. Like, Oh my God, I went down this hill and I rode to the back of this guy and he, you know, he flipped over and blah, blah. blah. And it's like, what? And then that kid that he hits right behind him, and he's telling, you know, and so, I, I love that part of it. Yeah. I'd like to hear that. And that's why I'm always like, Hey, don't be shy. Tell me about your race. If you need help. Let me know, you know, and you know, I do the lessons and charge for that. And if you need bike stuff and blah, blah, blah. but I love to get just that information from the people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then you're seeing like the excitement in their face on something oh. that you may have experienced a thousand times. And it's kind of like, um um it's you're kind of dull to that but seeing them yep. experience it for the first time or the second time and they're jacked about it i'm sure that's a cool feeling as well
1: the best the best feeling or the the best emotion i can explain to you is when they get their first win oh it doesn't yeah. have to be their class win you know and when they get that it's like they're, they're they're so excited and they're like tell me all about it and and this and and like you know, thank you, Adam, for everything you do. And blah, blah blah. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. You rode the bike. They're like, no, blah, blah But that first win is something that, yeah, like I love that because they are so excited. And they can't. Some of them are just like ah, 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 they're stumbling around, and <laughs> that's what I like. I love it, man. And it just that that's so cool. And that's maybe you know that maybe tells me I'm in trouble because you know maybe I need you know to start my own race team
2: but yeah you know, I, I, that would be that would be awesome that'd be awesome to yeah. see that'd be awesome to see for sure so well man i just looked down and i realized i told you like 20 minutes and, I, and here we are an hour later but oh uh, shit <laughs> no oh, shit. no no dude it's been a, it's been a blast and i appreciate i appreciate your time i'm sorry we went way yeah, over but it's, uh,
1: it's all good man The crown rolls cold
2: yeah yeah exactly Just, man yeah
1: so, it's, it's all good i'd love to be able to um come back on with you guys yeah and talk about back then because i or like the history of it because you know being there with the two strokes and then as the two strokes phased out and then now into the you know the production factory rise to now the market crash and riding that wave down now I'm trying to build it back and like there's so much stuff that the people that i could share with people and i i I know we, we don't have enough time in a day i guarantee it oh
2: man well let's just plan on let's plan on doing just a show just around that um and we can do it like i mean if like they're like i don't know we'll figure out a time when there's not a race going on um to, yep. to break down and uh and, and we'll just do that and hey man we're not that far away from you really so uh if you want to come in studio that'd be cool too uh, where are you guys at it, literally i can throw a rock to pyramid valley are you shitting me no yeah i live right oh. I, we we're right here off the uh uh the lost creek exit
1: i've never you got crown roll <laughs>
2: we could get so we got a uh we got a um uh, uh brandon got us a red bull cooler right behind us that that uh um will keep everything cold
1: <laughs> yeah we yeah we could possibly do that because i um yeah, I, yeah, we could possibly make that happen. Definitely over the break because there's so much stuff, and I could tell people, and I can only explain it so much over phone, but I can, I could show you the emotion. Yeah, when yeah. I'm there, that I think people would really dig. Yeah, that would be cool,
2: man. And then like we got, we got, what do we got? We're, we're set up to where we can have six people in studio, so we could, we could do it for sure.
1: Oh shit! So I could bring a few. I could bring a friend or two that yeah. lived with me. Absolutely, absolutely. We could have six people on at a
2: time, and even if we need to, we can steal Devin's mic. <laughs> yeah,
1: you might you might need to buy a handle and not a fifth. <laughs> there
2: we go. That sounds good. Well, for for now, man. Hey, again, totally appreciate your time uh, coming on yep. tonight. Uh, really. Pumped and excited to to be up at uh, the mountain and uh uh cheering you on and cheering everybody on there. And then and then that that race, that other race that's the one that's next weekend yeah, that one too. The
1: warm it's the warm-up. It's like the preseason game.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll be there too. And uh hey, uh uh ha, enjoy this week off. Are you are you doing Mountain State or or anything this weekend? Um,
1: I'm not sure what I'm gonna do, to be honest with you right now. Um if there's an a works and there is a what a new east coast i think okay okay yep and i'm i'm not sure where i'm going to go yet good they both deal. they both have they both have good payoffs this weekend so hey. it's kind of up Yeah, they're both three hours from home
2: hey hey i i love the uh i love the local schedule that you keep i mean it, it's it's cool it's cool to see you out there every other
1: weekend uh hitting the locals up so yep for sure for sure what well, i do i appreciate you guys having me on and all that stuff and then uh, yeah let's maybe plan something in the summer yeah i'll come up and um we'll jump on and we'll i'll, I'll definitely watch you guys through the paces i mean hell it'll be a lot of fun I, I had fun tonight
2: absolutely man me too and and we'll we'll uh we'll talk we'll talk about that and figure out a perfect date and we'll do it oh hang on what happened are you there did I scare you? Oh, something. Is something? Uh, a cord came unplugged. See, I'm I'm trash without my guys helping. You're me. nervous. Yeah. No, you're I nervous, think
1: nervous man. You're like,
2: oh shit, you're <laughs> coming. No, I heard you. It, it sounded like you were like across the room there for a minute. I was like, what did I just touch?
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, now
2: that Devin and Brandon are both here, like working everything, like I've forgotten Ooh. how to how to operate any of this stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> So um, yeah. all right, man. Well, I'll let you go tonight and uh we'll figure that other show out. And uh we we but we appreciate your time tonight, buddy.
1: No problem. We'll see you on top of the mountain that McGill built. Absolutely, man. We'll talk to you later. See you later.
2: <laughs> all right, guys. That was Adam McGill. Uh awesome show. Awesome talking to him about uh about his uh his win at the John Penton. Uh the race that's coming up in between the penton and snowshoe and uh, i'm not gonna lie it's kind of weird not having brandon here not having devin here anybody to talk to anybody to help me close this show out um, um i've never done a show by myself before but it was cool getting to talk to adam um and i'm really looking forward to that show that we're possibly going to have uh in the summer but uh but yeah i appreciate you guys hanging out with me and uh, adam tonight and uh, brandon for the time that he was able to be here uh i'm uh, sorry that we're coming to you guys a day late, but, uh, ended up working out really well. Um, getting Adam on and everything, but, um, I will be getting the, uh, um, We'll be getting the fantasy points up before the weekend or during the weekend, and you guys will be able to see that, so that'll be fun, Um, and uh, the website should be coming along here pretty soon, but uh, for now, we're going to go ahead and break down the show, uh, close it out. Like I said, I I appreciate all you guys hanging out with me, and only me. It's been a little bit... uh, um, now that it not nobody's here, I'm not talking at him. It's kind of weird just being here by myself. But I uh, uh, <laughs> want to thank uh, Magna One Motorsports for for being the title sponsor of the show. We appreciate them so much coming on and and, and taking care of us. And uh, uh, if you guys need anything, if you guys need a used bike, helmet, gear, goggles, make sure you go check out Magna One Motorsports.com. If you're at the any uh, GNCC or NEP agent. Any PG event Make sure you go And check them out Trackside uh, Guts Racing um, If you guys Any Guts Racing Seat cover I promise you guys You guys can't Ride anything better So make sure you guys Get yourself on a Guts Racing seat cover Andy Greg and the guys Over there uh, Make awesome products And you guys Will not regret it uh, Sunstar Chain and Sprockets uh, 30% off Use a discount code Splitline30 And I promise you guys um, You'll be able to make it To the end of the finish line Whether it be On Snowshoe Mountain Down in Florida and uh or anywhere in between I promise you guys get on that if you guys need to figure out what you guys need on your bike check out our man Doug Kirk. uh he'll be able to help you out go check out sealsavers.com make sure you guys get your stuff ready for snowshoe save the seals that way they can go into the summer break and maybe you know you probably are going to be rebuilding your shocks by then I'm sure in the summer break or not but regardless, protect the seals, protect the bike, uh, that you spend so much time on and so much money on. And then also, uh, make sure you guys, um, uh, check out the mountain state hair scramble series. Um, they'll be running some races here soon. Make sure you guys go and check out uh, their website and their social medias, uh, top of the line, Top of the line um, local hair scramble series, Richie Nolan, the gang. They put on a great series. and I promise you guys, you won't regret it. Uh, but yeah, this has been an awesome show. We appreciate uh, Adam McGill coming on the show tonight. Um, for Brandon Whitehair, myself, and Devin Masters, who's not here tonight. Uh, this has been episode 115, and we are out. Peace.